Hey guys, this is Sam George, and you are listening to More Than a Podcast by More Than Media. Roll the intro. It's more than a podcast. It's more than a podcast. It's more than a podcast. It's more than a... Dude, why was that such a good radio? Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does it have radio experience? <laughs> no, I just like... I don't know. Just something comes about me when I'm talking to other people, like virtually, like on the phone or anything like that. It just gets very smooth. (laughs) Confidence hits new heights. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam, I don't believe we've talked in like five years. About. I don't think I've talked to you in five years either. (laughs) I don't think I've talked to you in five years either. Why are you on here? Why did you listen to our (laughs) podcast? How did you even find out about it? It was mainly I listened to uh, the episode with Evan, and I was Mm -hmm. like, hey, that looks fun. I want to do that. (laughs) Yes. Sweet. Well, glad you listened. Yes. Yes. This is fantastic. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sam. Yeah. I almost called yeah. you Evan. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you, Evan? <laughs> yeah. So I've been um, kind of doing a lot of stuff. I started uh, nature guiding when I was in college, and I started doing that in the summers of college up in uh, Minnesota and Ontario. So I led. Uh, canoe trips, like backcountry canoe Ooh. trips for a while. And then one of the guys that I met up there, um, he worked in Hawaii for this really small business that was also a guiding and like tour business. And then he, um, I met him when I was up working at canoe bases in Ontario and mm-hmm. I graduated, didn't really have a lot of job prospects. I have a degree in geology with a minor in uh, GIS, if you guys know what that is. Um, No idea. I don't know know G.I. Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So GIS is geographic information systems. So it's basically um, digital map making. So that's cool. Apple maps, Google maps, that kind of thing. And digitizing all the little shapes and streets and everything in there. Nice. But yeah, so I I graduated and that was kind of like my main job prospect was this camping tour guiding gig in Hawaii. So I started doing that right right outside of college. (laughs) Yeah. That's so cool. Move to Hawaii it's, right away. Yeah, yeah, pretty much immediately. Like I graduated in May, and I was there like June first. So, Jeez. dang, really. Uh, so, what is that like really to, to? What's that like to move to Hawaii? Like, how you can't really bring all your stuff, right? Yeah. So the thing is, I I was technically homeless the whole time I was there. So yeah, yeah. So you just became one with nature, entirely in its sense. (laughs) In yeah, in in a way for sure. Well, the way the tour worked was I could kind of live that way um, because it was four nights of camping 
every week and then two nights in a hotel. So I basically had a little hotel apartment for two nights a week and then was camping on the beach or on the volcano for the other four. Nice. That's sick. So wait, are you back in like the mainland now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm back in Chicago now. Um, working for my dad's business for a little bit and also doing a lot of uh, different job searching on like geoscientist and environmental scientist positions. Nice. I feel like that would be a booming industry right now. Given that everyone. Yeah, it's actually not that bad. Um, I'm still able to get interviews and stuff. So I'm pretty happy about that. And it's, like the pretty much job market collapse right now. Yeah. Right. I, I can still have somewhat of a opportunity. So yeah. you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Good. Do That's you miss Hawaii? Day. Oh, every day. Yeah. Why'd you move back? It's, it wasn't really feasible. Well, and it's also seasonal work. So, mm. I, uh, yeah, I got kind of let go in the end of October because that's the end of their busy season there. Oh, yeah. Because they always hire on more people for the summer and then let them go um, once the winter comes around. Right. But, yeah, um, I could have stayed and, like, worked an odd job or whatever, but I didn't it's like again. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't have an apartment. I didn't have yeah. a set of place to stay or anything. So I was like, I'll just right. go back home for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Just a just a man in his Nalgene bottle or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to use a hydro flask out there. You get too warm. Oh yeah, mm. true. <clears throat> yes. So I've yeah. been thinking about like a business idea where. You go out into the jungle, you're dropped off in the middle of it, and you have to find the tour guide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm basically Yeah, basically. There's gonna be a lot of legal issues, I think, because <laughs> most people will die. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something I've been thinking about. How would you like to be the first tour guide, Sam? <laughs> Wait, so people would have to so Fine. we we helicopter them out to the middle of the jungle, and you're somewhere out. in the jungle, and they have to find you. <laughs> but you're hunting them too. They don't. <laughs> yeah, they have to stay. They have to stay alive for like two weeks or something. Yeah. And and to better their chances, they they're gonna want to find the tour guide. Well, what if what <laughs> or if else they're, they're so- gonna have to make their way themselves? What if there's somebody who's so good? He were, he would do exactly what the tour guide does, but like half a day later, and then he never finds them. That would suck. That was <laughs> so. Would it be I, my goal to find them, or like try to not find them? It's hide and seek. You don't yeah, want hide and seek. You don't want to be found, and you're the professional, so it's like okay. there's no yeah. chance. It's like it sounds like a great show. And then if you win, you take over as tour guide. Yeah. Yes. First, yeah. First one to find the tour guides, the next <laughs> tour guide. So nobody's actually qualified or knows what they're doing after the first tour guide is gone, because then it's just a bunch of randoms that 
And we can make it a reality TV show too. Film the whole thing. Yeah. Just put GoPros on everybody's head. <laughs> Once again, yeah. this season of More Than a Tour, everyone died except the tour guide. More than a tour. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm 100% in. All right, cool. Us four can be the first ones. We'll all hunt yeah. down Sam. <laughs> We'll get the uh, contracts drafted up and send them your way. <laughs> They'll probably be pretty long. So, Sam, <laughs> what was the coolest thing that you saw out there in the jungles of Hawaii? Like something that you'll remember the rest of your life? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of pretty interesting stuff. Um, mm-hmm. In the jungle, like, I saw a lot of great stuff in the ocean. But mm-hmm. in the jungle... Um, there, I was hiking with a group and we were in the bottom of this valley and it's called Waipio Valley and it's on like the, the far Northwest side of the Island. And you have to, I hiked, it's the steepest road or like one of the steepest roads in the world to get in and out of this valley. And it's like a 27% grade to a 32% grade. And that's the only way in and out. And I would hike it like every week. Oh my god! Groups of people. (laughs) (laughs) And the um, quads over here. Yeah, (laughs) we were we were coming down. Like there's a road at the bottom of the valley because some people live down there. And we were coming just along the road, and I was like kind of up against the side of it, and a chameleon was in the overhanging trees and I didn't really notice it until the chameleon fell out of the trees and like dropped on the ground right in front of me. (laughs) And just being, you know, in full tour guide mode, I was like, Oh, 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 Hey guys, there's a chameleon right here. (laughs) Check it out. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. So that, that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's All right. Good. He was a little shaken up, and then yeah. sort of like with the you know the claw hands of the chameleon started turning around and made its way back to the jungle. Nice. That's cool. Which island were you on again? I, I was on the Big that. Island. The which what, what's the name of it? So it, the Big Island is Hawaii. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow! I'm dumb. Okay, I'm <laughs> signing off. This has been great. <laughs> yeah but that was really cool and then also in that valley um which made it really kind of have this jurassic park vibe yeah um there was cars that had fallen off the road like a long long time ago so there was just kind of these rusty old cars that were amidst the whole jungle scene that's crazy. And that That's was really cool. Sick. Yeah. That is cool. Did you ever almost die? Um We need clickbait. No. <laughs> no. Sam George almost dies <laughs> in the jungle. Sam George did not almost die. That's <laughs> but I did like I was there right as the Kilauea eruption was starting. Okay. So Killer um, Whale? Yeah. <laughs> 
Close, very close. That'd be terrifying. But, uh, Kilauea, it's the name of the um, it's volcano, like national right. park, mm-hmm. is over uh-huh. that volcano on the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the most active volcano in the world. And that was erupting when I arrived. And about a few weeks later, we had a hurricane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even though... My boss thought that, oh, the hurricane's going to hit the west side of the island, so you guys should go to the east side. But (laughs) the hurricane hit the east side of the island, so I had just picked up this group of people. I have 13 people in my van, and... You know, I have like a guiding partner, so a regular trip would be <clears throat> two vans and up to 26 people. Okay. And we're basically driving into a hurricane with people that we have never met before and <laughs> oh just have to act like, oh, yeah, this is totally normal. Like, it's supposed to be raining. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great if you just purposely freaked out you're like i've never seen anything like that. <laughs> you just start praying as you <laughs> 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 how long does yeah, was... it take to get from one side to the other like in a van like that so yeah like there's <laughs> there's one cut through road but okay. if you were to drive around the whole island on the coast continuously, it takes about four or five hours. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Nice. Yeah. And, like, how Dude, much does, like, a volcano eruption like that, like, impact the actual daily lives of people? Like, is it a huge deal? Like, I'm guessing it's not, like, as big of a deal as, it like, is it in, like, a movie, but. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Pompeii or whatever. <laughs> the <laughs> nothing like that. But the eruptions there, they're super specific. So it's what's called a stratovolcano and okay. um the the way I like to explain it to people is if you have a paper cup and the paper cup is full of water and you just take a little like toothpick and poke it in the side of the paper cup. Gotcha. It's just going to leak out of that one spot and mm-hmm. keep doing that. That makes sense. Yeah. Sweet. So it was it was a very you know considerably small area of the island that got affected. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it was a pretty highly populated area where gotcha. it did erupt. Yeah. Gotcha. Dang. And how long does like something like that stay active for? Um there's <gasps> There's really no like exact answer to that because it's it has to do with like the magma chambers on the island and there's gotcha. lava that's constantly coming up and like mm-hmm. forming new areas to flow, forming new like rift zones and everything like that. Okay. And they know where most of the rift zones are, but like um the last eruption that Kilauea had before the big one in 2018 it or I should say in the last like 30 years 
Kilauea was erupting <gasps> continuously. And it was kind of just boiling this pool of lava in the main crater, which gotcha. is called Hale Ma'u Ma'u Crater. <laughs> and that, that was the main attraction to the national park, was come and see this boiling lava lake in Hale Ma'u Ma'u Crater. Mm-hmm. And with the Kilauea, Kilauea eruption in 22018, it drained that crater. So it all didn't have enough human sacrifices. Yeah. Yeah. Pele was not satisfied. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, so there's no lava lake anymore. And that was, like I said, the main attraction to the park was coming to see the glow, to see that lava lake, which that's why people would camp outside the park because you could see it from miles away, like this mm-hmm. big red sky that That's was crazy. just kind of coating everywhere. Um, so, yeah. So you're saying there's no, there's no point in going to Hawaii now? <laughs> no, there's definitely still a point of going to Hawaii, but you would be on 14 day quarantine if you made it to the islands. Even. Gotcha. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, how would you compare your experiences in Hawaii to those of Minnesota, eh? <laughs> it's, it's two completely different things. So it's the Minnesota stuff. Um, I was actually working for the Boy Scouts then. So mm, nice. I was taking youth anywhere from 13 to 18 years old. And, um, with like usually one or two dads or moms that would come along on the trip. Um, you played find the tour guide. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I basically, with that, it was like, how can I teach my way out of my job? You know? So it's teaching like the boys how to have those camping skills and Mm -hmm. how to really like Mm -hmm. properly, um, camp and travel in the backcountry. So, like, they don't even need to anymore. In you know, for like that like, was your goal. That was my goal. Yeah, for sure. And for like the first two or three days, I would just be really heavy on them with instruction and navigation and all that kind of stuff. And then um, I would kind of you know move back a little bit and let some of the adults that were more receptive to that and like wanted to learn it as well. Um, kind of take over that role a little bit and act as more of a like support to the boys. Cause it was, you know, it's their trip. And then your demeanor started to change entirely and you start being a total and yelling <laughs> at them. <laughs> and so they just don't even want you there anymore. Yeah. There, <laughs> there were a few tricks that I would, I would pull on them. Like people, people would always assume that I knew everything about everything in the wilderness. And it's like, no, I, I'm, I'm 19 and I'm leading a group of people. And all I really know is how to cook and how to canoe in the backcountry. So it's like every every bird that we came across, some people were huge <laughs> bird people. And um, they were like, oh, what bird is that? What bird is that? 
And the only bird I really knew was the loon. So any other bird. So every bird. That's a big loon. It's a, yeah. loon. <laughs> it's a yellow loon. Yeah. Yeah. So if it wasn't a loon and they asked me what it is, I'd be like, oh, uh, that's a yellow bellied warbler. <laughs> every every single time. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's so good. Did you ever have any of the parents that were kind of like know-it-alls that would try to outsmart you at your own job? Yes. Yeah. And that could be that's difficult sometimes. Yeah. That's like me and Luke and Charlie in the Tesla store. We're like, all right, let's see how much these <laughs> guys really know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and What's the zero to sixty on this? what's gas mileage looking like (laughs) wrong no gas wrong (laughs) there was actually there was another trick that i would kind of pull on people that um if i like raised my paddle super high and then i would bring it down super quick onto the water to make like a big slapping noise Mm-hmm. And then I would act like I was listening, and then I would say, "Oh yeah, it's about eighty feet deep here." <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's so good. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and I actually there was everybody. Um, there was a podiatrist on the trip, and like a real doctor, that's and he was like, "That's Wait, foot what? doctor you." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, podiatrist is a yeah, ankle and knee doctor. Okay, yeah. And um he he fell for it. And I was like, Are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> I felt it yeah. in my feet when it came back up and hit the bottom of the canoe. It would yeah. have been funny it would have been funny too if you um would like skip rocks and like just guess like some purity percentage oh yeah that's, 80, that's 85% pure that's good water yeah that's solid based on how long it skips <laughs> some of the water up there like I would just drink straight out of the lakes like, mm, it really was, it was that clean yeah and then you With got the cholera fish pee and- <laughs> yeah. few of my buddies got giardia but uh, thankfully I never did what is that it's uh it's a tapeworm. Yeah. Woo! So <clears throat> gross. That's scary. Drinking dirty water, but good for weight loss though, right? Mm-mm, dirty <laughs> water. <Mm-mm>. <laughs> <laughs> gross. Well, Sam, how do we know you? Do you pole care vaulting, to explain man. this? Yeah. yeah. We are an army of pole vaulters. <laughs> yeah. We like to talk to pole vaulters. That is all we do. <laughs> Field and track. Yeah. Field yeah. and track. Field comes first. Did you ever pole vault again post high school? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, same, unfortunately. I, That's yeah. like one thing that it's like you couldn't, it's like sad. You couldn't even really do it if you wanted to. Like, yeah, I wish I could like, go back and do it. it again, but like. Yeah, <laughs> like even even discus or you know like any any other field event you could just I guess high jump is probably the same but yeah. like discus you just buy a discus from Dicks and throw it <laughs> exactly You'd have to like probably any running event you just run it's easy yeah those were the days it was a lot of fun pole vaulting with you back in the day yeah 
Yeah, I mean, I was <laughs> I was never good at it, <laughs> but I had a good time at practice. Yeah, it was always yes, fun. That's what's important. Hanging out and talking <clears throat> and doing your jump and looking at some of the. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might come up in here. <laughs> I remember doing like track workouts because I only pole vaulted for a little bit for those who are listening. Um, I remember doing track workouts, especially like indoors and we'd be like taking like a lap rest, like walking around and you guys would just be like all laughing and having fun. And I'd be like dying, (laughs) standing in line line waiting to go (laughs) or like just laying on the pit waiting. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of a, Something that Evan brought up when he was on the podcast was that it's been like five years since we've talked. It's so interesting, Mm -hmm. like, the path you took and everything. Like, you went off to Hawaii and were engineers in multiple different states doing podcasts. I think it's just so cool that the amount of time that can pass and, like, it's cool that we have this to bring us back together to have something to talk about again. Right. Otherwise, I feel like we wouldn't be talking. And yeah. I like that about this platform. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Definitely bringing people back to you there. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, one thing, crazy yeah, one thing I really remember, and I don't know why I, I thought about this more recently, but was when our pole vault coach changed to uh, Weber. Jason, yeah, changed to Weber. <laughs> and... <laughs> For some reason, he would most of the time come to practice with the giant Starbucks, like, chocolate chip frappuccino. (laughs) (laughs) And he was, like, a a tough guy, like a very tough uh dude. SWAT. Like, he he was a SWAT. Yeah, Yeah, like he would miss practice because he got called in. Because there was a hostage situation, and he would go in and... You yeah, we just people. get a text. <laughs> we just get a text of like, do these workouts in vault for a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And I and was like, like, okay, we'll do half of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like lifted the pole a few times, and then that was it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just thought that That's was really so fun. kind of like a complete antithesis of what he actually did for work and like drinking <laughs> venti Starbucks Rappuccino. <laughs> yeah. It shows hilarious. how confident he was in his masculinity. Oh, yes. for sure. Those, are, those things are delicious though. <laughs> they, are delicious. they really are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember him doing that. Maybe I, I do. Now that's attention. like, that's a memory that like was in the depths of <gasps> my brain and Sam just brought that back. So I think that's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, because I remember I used to love them in high school. Like, they were so good. And I would get jealous when I saw him with one at practice. I was like, oh, man. He's like, you want this? He just pours it out in front of you. That's right, cry. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So on on top of pole vaulting, or in addition to pole vaulting, Charlie and you and I... We're also in band together. Yes. That was you were in band? Thing. He was. Wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was in band. <laughs> Percussion. Percussionist extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and you went on and played a little bit in college, right? I did, yeah. So oh, I nice. played um, 
every year through college. I did big nice. band. That's cool. And I did uh, combos some of the time too. Sweet. Yeah. So there was a music department or like music major program there, right? So what was that like? Being a non-music major with all the all the music nerds. <clears throat> It was it was fine actually. There was a lot of people um, that were doing the same thing. Like one of my good buddies, yeah. um, who is like still playing guitar and he's gigging in Chicago and stuff. He was an engineering major and came in really? and played in the combos. And yeah, the other pretty much all the drummers weren't music majors. Really? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so it was it was a good mix, and yeah. there were some people that were like doing double majors, um, music and engineering, or music and math right. or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of different yeah. interests going around. Right. So because I went to Purdue and I was in the band and stuff there, but there are no music majors. So I was always curious as to what. There's no music like. majors. Correct. Whoa, that's yeah. interesting. It's yeah. like a, th- a thousand people in the par- department. None of them are music majors. They're all engineers and you know artists and all that. That's, That's crazy. That like crazy. they just don't offer it. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a thing. Apparently, um, like at the beginning of time, um, Indiana University and Purdue University were funded by the same people, and they didn't want them to compete. So I believe IU doesn't have <laughs> engineering. And oh. Purdue doesn't have music. Those are like it's crazy. It is crazy with how big points. the marching band is there. Yes, it's like four hundred people. No music majors. Did you but, ever compete with that? What do you mean compete? Like marching band competitions and stuff like that. Oh no, I didn't. Um, it's colleges don't really compete. <gasps> there are like extracurricular groups that um, my roommate did. Um, but most of the college bands don't actually go around competing. Oh, okay. That's more of like a high school thing, I think. Gotcha. Um, it's but child's yeah, play I, to compete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because there's still those groups that are extremely competitive and good. But, yeah, I, I think it's more just like time. It takes a lot of time to compete, and most of the most of the people doing marching like you can't you can't be really like a professional marching band player so even music majors wouldn't have time cuz they'd be practicing for you know uh other like classical or Maybe. jazz or whatever interesting yeah. yeah makes sense sam i have a memory of you from high school i yeah. remember you in english class <laughs> i think our junior year oh no and you were given a speech <laughs> And you yeah. just started shaking uncontrollably, and you had to run out of the room. And then yeah. you're allowed to come back in. It seems like you've gotten a lot more confident in speaking <laughs> since uh, then. Definitely, yeah, dude. I that that was a weird moment. That was a very weird. Yeah, I don't. I figure it's easy for something like that to just like snowball. Yeah. From just like being slightly nervous for like a second, and then it just like snowballs. I could see myself doing that. Yeah, like you it, like lose, you lose your place, and then you're like, oh gosh, I lost my place, and then you're like, everybody's looking at me, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember that. And it was oh, something I'm throwing that, up. I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> it was something that stuck with me because I was like, wow, that's about as bad as it got. <laughs> it can yeah. go. 
<laughs> yeah, that because and then another thing was I drank like two cups of coffee before that speech. And oh, <laughs> that, oh no, there it is. Not, <laughs> panic attack. Yeah, it was full on panic attack. And I was trying to read these note cards and just like uh, just started tweaking out. And then I had to go. Yeah. But that was a big thing for me. Like that was I was not good at public speaking at all. Yeah. But on that same day when you came back in, I remember this too, is that you totally nailed it when you came back in. And like you were like, <laughs> all right, I'm gonna restart. Cause yeah. I don't remember he, the teacher. He focused his adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. But I rem- I remember that and I was like, Well, that's good that you can recover yeah. like that. <laughs> Yeah, I think that was that was Miss Pittenger's class. Yeah, yes, that's her name. I couldn't remember yeah. it. She was a great teacher. <laughs> yeah, I actually worked. Um, I like managed a pool one of the summers in college that I had lifeguarded at in high school, and she used to come to that pool like with her kids and stuff because she lived in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> and. We would talk about that. Like we talked about that day <laughs> specifically. But yeah, it was just a weird, like very, very anxious moment. Yeah. Along those lines though, do you have any weird memories that you just remember from us in high school, us three? Oh man. He's like, um, I haven't thought about you guys at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. No, like, <laughs> ever since, like, I've always kind of looked at your guys' stuff on social media and the videos and all that stuff. Um, oh, <laughs> what the hell? These guys are wasting their time. <laughs> no, a lot of them are pretty no, funny. Just <laughs> I just remember, Jack, like, you being such a spaz. <laughs> 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 yeah. Whenever we were at track practice, especially, and there was not yes. that much to do, like you and Josh just like pushing each other around or something. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. Fun it's because, like, only people like you that I was like, that I was comfortable around saw that side of me. Most people <laughs> saw me as a shy, like, didn't speak up at all person, yeah. I feel. So, yeah. That's good, I guess. <laughs> Fun yeah. fact, though, it uh, hasn't changed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once a spaz, always a spaz. Exactly. <laughs> then Charlie and Luke, he doesn't remember you guys at all. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he can't no, it's remember hard. names, barely. Yeah. It's hard to remember things. It's hard to have like, I don't specific really re- memories. I don't remember yeah. anything other than just like, track and band i i remember i know we've we talked like we had conversations but i don't remember like anything right. specific yeah yeah there was no there was no uh traumatic events like with <laughs> yeah. evan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no bullying going on <laughs> which is good i'm pretty sure i went through the entirety of school without ever like raising my hand and speaking on my own accord huh. like I only ever talked when somebody like when a teacher like Charlie, called on me. Did you raise your hand? <laughs> <laughs> I, um, That's weird. And it, yeah, I like <clears throat> I had a especially like the, at the, in the first like 
which this is like a specific time I remember in the first like couple days of AP chemistry. Uh, I think it was, yeah, it was Mrs. Barrick uh, called on me. And it was like a super easy question. And I probably knew the answer, but I was just like panicking. And I was just like, uh, <laughs> I'm just panicking. I'm not like. 70. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, come on, you, you should know this. And I'm like, uh. So that's what. That's yeah, what that's made high me pressure. Yeah. I, I didn't really raise my hand that much. I would just say sarcastic comments out loud. <laughs> I did not. I was the same way as Charlie. I don't. I rarely raised my hand. What about college? <clears throat> that I literally never raised my hand. I had one Dude, class. I think that even when I was confused, I would not ask a question <laughs> in front of like 150 college, people. I had a professor <laughs> that would go around to make sure you were listening. It would be like you had to come to class prepared because he'd go, a question for you. Uh, how about Jack? And I'd be like, that's exactly how he would talk. <laughs> But, like, he would say stuff. It was insane. Like, he would come up with the most random questions right off the spot, and it was terrible. I hated that yeah. class. I would never ask questions because usually I didn't know what question. Like, I didn't know what I didn't know. What I, didn't know. Like, I just yeah, didn't understand so what he was saying. Like, was just, that was the same with me. It totally, like, it also depended on the professor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you could... You know, this might be a stupid question, but I know this professor is really nice and isn't going to make me feel like an idiot for asking this question. Yeah. So. Yeah. And there how, were also some. Go ahead. And how big the class was, but yeah. Right. Yeah, like I had some some smaller audio related classes where nobody would talk, and like if the professor would ask questions and nobody was answering them, most of the time I was. Those were the only classes I was like confident enough to. An- raise my hand and answer just to like not make it so uncomfortable where they just ask a question and it's silent for 20 seconds yeah. as like 15 people just sit there <laughs> staring at them with a blank face. <laughs> I'm like frequency. Thank you. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it, is it uh, this? <laughs> I remember there's this one class. It was like a 400 person lecture my freshman mm-hmm. year and someone raised their hand, get called on and was like, I just pooped myself. Really? And then just walked out. <laughs> and I was like, what? Everyone in the, we never saw him again. I think it was a pledge. Oh, oh I mean, yeah. Speaking of the pledge, that, you were in a frat, like a weren't TikTok, you, TikTok Sam? I was, yeah. Oh, what was your favorite moment in hazing? Yeah, what was your favorite Because everyone haze? gets hazed. Don't even say that you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, pro- <laughs> probably the blindfolding and getting driven around in a car to the middle of nowhere. Oh gosh. Oh, so you get <laughs> the, one of the kidnap scenarios? Yeah, yeah, we so kidnapped. You literally you literally did find the the whatever our game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find the tour guide. Find the frat boy. <laughs> yeah. And they so were what, did you have to like, like walk back or something or what? No, they, it would just like, they turned the music all the way up in the car and played like tiptoe through the tulips <laughs> and you were blindfolded Banger. in, um, in the back of whatever car. Yeah. And then they just kind of dropped you off in a cornfield for a little bit and let you like just sit there for a while 
<laughs> wondering if anyone was going to come. Oh, um, gosh. And then a while later, someone would show up, and it would be like crazy death metal blaring in the car. And <laughs> had to keep That's... your head down. and Yeah. I feel like frats have an obsession with blindfolds and blasting (laughs) music because we interviewed Andrew (laughs) Farinella and he said his favorite hazing moment was getting blindfolded and they were blasting Hell's Bells by ACDC for like 12 (laughs) hours straight. Yeah, eliminate all senses. That's their favorite thing. (laughs) Good. All right, well now let's jump into humans being annoying. Humans are annoying. The human race yes. being very easy to hate. Yes. Let's. <coughs> Why do you, Sam, Sam start <laughs> us off? Um, so I think it's a, it's a pretty obvious kind of just observation that I've had from having to take trips to the grocery store. Mm. Um, yes. It's a classic. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying – to obey the like six foot rule. Yeah. Right? Yes. And a lot of people don't care about that. And so yes. I'll be like, I'll wait for somebody to leave an area so then I can go into that area and get whatever I need. Right. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but some people will just still act regularly and mm. barge kind of up against you and go and do whatever. <laughs> yeah. And it's Dude, like, I hate it. Come on. It's so man. annoying. Like, just take the minute or 30 seconds to wait for them to get what they need and yeah. move on. And then you can do the same thing. Yeah. 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 I don't like it when people do that regardless. Yeah. If exactly. yeah. This whole thing going on. Right. It's annoying. Walmart's really bad about that. Oh gosh, I bet. people of Walmart are terrible <laughs> of getting up in your space. <clears throat> and it's not Meyer's like not you don't bad. have the time, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, I have somewhere to be. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'll like because it's weird. I feel like <clears throat> when somebody like gets too close to me, I feel like I'm doing them a disservice by staying there. So then I'll like force myself to like move out of the way and then they'll like yeah. pass and I'll like, like go a big circle around them and like, yeah, just like trying to, to me, avoid Charlie. them. That happened to me the other day. I was looking at bananas and this guy came up behind me and I turned and looked at him and he, I had headphones in, but he said like, you're good. And I just like turned around and walked away. <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting bananas today. <laughs> <laughs> this guy ruined it. <laughs> Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good one. Do you guys think any of these new social norms will carry over? <laughs> yes. Which I think, ones? I, well, I just said, um, I think after this, people are going to be socially messed up for years. <laughs> and they're going to think all other humans are gross because mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. It's like it's really making you realize how dirty humans are in general. Yeah. And I think that everyone's going to try and maintain that six feet of dif- d- distance even after it all clears up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys feel, feel the same way? Yeah, I could see Yeah, that. I mean, I don't think it'll be like maybe six feet, but I think there'll definitely be like a lot less physical touch and like 
washing hands and hand sanitizing <clears throat> and all that. Yeah. Because yeah. I bet I bet a lot of people are seeing the benefits of that. Like, but when's the first concert gonna open back up where it's like a mosh pit? <laughs> Oof. Uh, a year. I don't know. More you than think? a year. But then, like, yeah. people are gonna be like willing to go to a concert, or are they gonna be that's, messed up? That's the other thing. Yeah, it's just you know, because probably that's that's gonna be the last thing to happen. You know, is those large music festivals, events, mm-hmm. and that kind uh-huh. of of that nature. But yeah, but it, are people gonna feel safe enough, or are they gonna wear like a giant ring around themselves to keep six <laughs> feet distance <laughs> between everybody else? I don't think that I don't think that'll happen until there's a vaccine or yeah. very very good um, cure or like antibiotic or whatever. But like also the kids that are going through this are super impressionable. Yeah. And like, this is Mm -hmm. technically could be considered a traumatic event for them. So like, right. Who knows what the psychological effects of being quarantined and all they hear are on the news is death, death, death. Stay inside. I don't know. It was even, you go outside, you die. It was even before the quarantine. And I was like watching a show and saw people shake hands. And I was like, what? Uh, I guess. guess (laughs) Like it even like brought that extra to my attention. I had a nightmare last night. I, somebody went to shake my hand and I like, you know, it's a dream. So you have less control (laughs) for some reason. Like you can't move as quickly. And it was like, I knew I wasn't supposed to shake their hand because of, Mm-hmm. Um, social distancing and then like it was just a disaster <laughs> I eventually just decided to shake it but because I like committed so last minute I like sque- he squeezed early and then I was like I like tried to jam my hand the rest of the way so it wasn't uncomfortable you know uh, handshakes are the worst yeah yeah so when somebody squeezes early maybe we'll just, just eliminate handshaking entirely that'd be great that would be great. get rid of all those awkward <laughs> interactions maybe just fist bumps forever yeah and w- what would be funny too is you know how people say a good handshake is firm mm-hmm. what if like that becomes that translates to fist pumps yeah. so it's like <laughs> you just break each other's knuckles <laughs> oh good one <laughs> people that with very pe- professional fist bump people with <laughs> people with red knuckles will be regarded as higher uh yeah like, like the if you have a strong guard, handshake. <laughs> he, yeah. fist, he bumped a lot of fists today. That's a good one, Sam, though. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys, sorry, while we're still on the topic, did you guys hear about Wimbledon? No. How, They've been paying. Go for it. I, I sent it to you guys, but um, oh, maybe I Wimbledon's been paying like $2 million a year for pandemic insurance for oh, the last yeah. 17 years. Whoa. And they, because of, because of coronavirus, they're going to get paid out like $150 million That's because awesome. they had to cancel. Yeah, I, awesome. I read online about, I don't know if it was Wimbledon, but about a company that did that similar thing. But then like the uh-huh. insurance company was trying to like say that it wasn't wasn't a pandemic or something <laughs> so they wouldn't have to pay him out. It's like, yeah, uh, great. Well, <laughs> I, was, I was thinking about it though, but because when I first read that, I was like, Oh, good for Wimbledon. But then I was like, wait, there's no way that insurance companies that are offering pandemic insurance are going to be able to cover that because 
it's different than car insurance or you know rental insurance or whatever because not everybody that's a customer gets in a car crash the same day yeah everybody that everybody's gonna cash in their pandemic insurance the same day so it's like they have to have so much money saved up to be able to do that damn i mean they technically should be saving their two million that they pay each year for that well yeah but but oh, two but million yeah, but everyone, times seventeen yeah, years—that doesn't add up to 150 million. <laughs> you that's know? true, and yeah, like everyone would be cashing it all out. Interesting. Yeah, so we'll see how all that stuff. I'm sure there's other people that did it too, but imagine being the guy that that convinced somebody to approve two million dollars a year for that <laughs> 17 years ago. They're probably like, "Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad we did that." <laughs> My. Uh, Humans are annoying is kind of in relation to Sam's in terms of people just not following the rules, the rule Mm -hmm. breakers. (laughs) So I have been taking my dog with my wife to a park every day because there's baseball Mm -hmm. fields. There's four baseball fields and Mm -hmm. usually they're fenced off and there's usually at least two baseball fields free each time. So I walk Coco into the field and let her run because this is, is like Coco your dog or wife? My Coco is <laughs> no Coco is my dog, okay. and she just goes and runs and she loves it because she's able to exert so much energy. Right. Um, but the last two times ago that I went, there was a full team of baseball oh, practicing. <clears throat> And I so was dumb. like, what are you guys doing? And so the park yeah. district guys came up and were like, uh, you can't do that. <laughs> and the coach was like, what, what do you mean? They're, they're like, <laughs> they're practicing social distancing as like the kids are coughing onto the ball and throwing oh, it. <laughs> That's awful. Their coach yeah. is Doug Dimmadone. <laughs> Doug, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but the next day I came back to the park and all the baseball fields had tape over them saying closed to public. And I was like, you uh, seriously ruined this for yeah. all of us that were abiding by the rules. Yeah. I well, was then so bad. You stand outside the tape and throw the ball into the field. Because <laughs> <laughs> Coco isn't a human. Yeah, true. She's not a citizen. <laughs> but the worst thing was is that Coco like saw a little hole under the fence and was trying to crawl underneath because she wanted to go in so bad. And we were like, no, Coco, you can't. Oh. So like oh, Coco. She doesn't understand why she can't yeah. go in it. But yeah. losers like that that can't abide and just be in small groups. Not a whole team. They're not even going to play baseball for another six months. I know. It, yeah. I don't know what it is about baseballers, but I saw the same thing. I saw, saw a, whole, <laughs> a whole team, yeah, practicing because there's some fields just up the road. And, yeah, there was at least 15, 20 people all together like you guys can wait a month it's not gonna go on that long hopefully yeah uh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well i think they're well, gonna have to start reopening some stuff but i don't know we'll see <laughs> yeah. i hope <laughs> unprecedented in our lives at least <clears throat> yeah yeah i think everybody's i'm so gl- glad that i put a hundred million on there being no baseball season this year, <laughs> last year. Yeah, the bet you placed? <laughs> yeah. That visionary bet. 
Can you imagine if someone just every year just put a dollar? There's going to be no sports next year. There's going to be no sports oh, next year. There's going to be no sports from March 15th to <laughs> June 1st. <laughs> yeah, right. Not a single sport. <laughs> no. All right. Luke or Charlie, who wants to go next? Uh, I can go next. Uh, Mine's not yeah. about, you know what? <laughs> Mine isn't either, but you can go Yay! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my um, humans are annoying as Jack. What? <laughs> Uh, I, we knew rec- I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were going to do it. I knew it. <laughs> we were supposed to record the podcast yesterday, and he canceled last minute. And it made me angry. But we rescheduled it, and it's fine. But yeah. Luke hates me. It's okay. <laughs> I don't hate you. It's just rescheduling last minute is annoying. But we recovered. We did. And Sam is here. Sam is here. Ready. And all yeah. is good. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Um, I'm crying now. (laughs) (laughs) It had to be said. You've been exposed. (laughs) All Um, right, Charlie. So mine is, it's happened a few times, um, but specifically this last week, um, I saw somebody throw their cigarette butt out of the car window. Ah! And And it was you. It was me. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like they should just like be able to hold on to it and throw it away <laughs> later instead of littering. They, ju- they just walk out of the car. They got like all their fingers have cigarettes in between them. <laughs> They're like trying to drive with their. <laughs> I mean, like fill a cup with just water. Smoke throw the it. Rest I don't know. The filter. <laughs> but then specifically this last week, I saw someone throw a cigarette butt out their window. And then under the ground, and then they had a baby on board sticker on the back of their car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I was like, great, nice. Which, I, I mean, maybe there wasn't a baby in the car at that time, but, like, regardless, I was like, cool, yeah. Literally, okay, littering nice. in general, bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I feel, I would feel dirty. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. People that littering, can litter are monsters. Littering and babies, just the worst. <laughs> So annoying. <laughs> Apparently, I heard that I don't know if this is true, but I heard that the babies on board sign isn't to alert other drivers. <clears throat> it's in case you get in an accident, then the medics and all of them know to go for the baby first. Uh, but still, either way, it's means there's a baby in the car with a baby in the car. <laughs> yeah, that is annoying. Yep. So that was that was mine. Mine for the litterers. Week. If you if we keep littering, Sam's not going to be able to go to Hawaii again. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's an, another crazy thing is that um, the Hawaiian Islands, the way that they're positioned, it um, there's a giant current between the coast of California and the coast of Japan, mm-hmm. and that's how like the garbage patches form in the ocean. Mm-hmm. So there's one off of California and one off of Japan, mm-hmm. and it's just this kind of circle, big like oval thing between those, okay. and a lot of it washes up on like the southern shore of Hawaii. So I've seen like all sorts of plastic fishing trash mm-hmm. all over, and there's mm-hmm. even a trash beach that has been formed from all this stuff washing in. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. That sucks a lot. That does suck. Litter's no good. 
Good bed litterers. All right. <laughs> now let's talk about people who don't litter. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got what, us four? Who else? <laughs> <laughs> we will start the revolution. The zero waste revolution. All right, Sam, you're up to bat. All right. For uh, what the humans, humans are, are amazing. Are amazing. Yes. Humans are amazing. Humans are amazing. All right. Yes. Um, so this one it goes along with this explorer guy, Colin O'Brady. I don't know okay. if you guys have heard of him, but no. he Mm-mm. he did a unsupported crossing of Antarctica. And he wrote a book about it, um, and I'm totally blanking on the name of the book right now. But, yeah, unsupported, crossing. So he, it was just him and a sled of gear and tents and recording equipment and stuff mm-hmm. um, that he took with him. And then specifically, like more related to now, he started this challenge for anybody to do called the Calendar Club which for the month of April, you run as many miles as there are in the number of the day. So like April 1st, oh, you run a mile. Oh. April 2nd, you run two miles. April oh, 3rd, geez. you run three. That kind of thing. I'm really far behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but Dude, the end of the month would be brutal. Just marathons, <laughs> second consecutive days. Yeah, marathons after marathons. But that's like oh. some people are actually doing this, and that's Jeez. completely amazing that yeah, they can. That, that is amazing. Physically, that do doesn't that. sound amazing. That sounds psychotic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazingly psychotic. Yeah, it sounds amazing for the doctors that are going to have a bunch of knee repair surgeries <laughs> to, to attend to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but actually, yeah. I guess I have two then. So it's him doing the unsupported uh-huh. crossing of Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then. The calendar club challenge that he posted. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's cool. cool I guy. like it when people who are cut out for that, like, kind of take the plunge and do something crazy like that, like going across Antarctica. Like, yeah. It's cool. And it's cool when they find a way to use their platform to promote a scaled down version mm-hmm. for everybody to to get in shape or do whatever Mm -hmm. for sure and then he also said like you can change it to kilometers if you want or you can Uh you know do it with a couple friends so you're not doing marathons every day (laughs) (laughs) i would probably split it up like four people doing um, oh yeah i would have to switch it to each day is 100 meters (laughs) (laughs) so by the end i'm just running like Two miles. <laughs> it, every day, it's seconds of thinking about running. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will think about running for twenty seconds. <laughs> That's a good That'd one. Be much that easier. is very much more uh, amazing than mine is. <laughs> yeah, and mine too. Yeah, my humans are amazing. Is the fact that Chris Harrison can keep America so entertained with so many different shows <laughs> yes. with the fact that 
The Bachelor Listen to Your Heart is premiering mm. tonight, which is a musical <laughs> Bachelor series. Oh, <laughs> How many ideas goodness. can you think of? <laughs> it's so good. I just think find it amazing that they can keep coming up with these ideas. Yeah, it's every year there's a new one. And I find it amazing that I keep watching them. <laughs> Help me. I'm trapped. <laughs> I would watch if like I wasn't by myself, but yeah, I watched it's hard to watch as a single guy. I watched with yeah. people people in college and it was like kind of fun. I don't know, it's it's fun to like it's entertaining still. Yeah. Well, remember, um, Charlie, you're but, signed up for the next season. We auditioned <laughs> you or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, will there be like a rejection letter for that? Or I don't know. Will they get back to? <laughs> That'd be sad. Will they get back? Will they get back to us? Either way, it's I just don't like know. the rejection letter is too is like super short too. It's just like too ugly, like, <laughs> too young, yeah. too handsome. Yeah. That's for that's the one you would get. Too handsome. Yeah. You'd be overwhelming yeah. to the woman <laughs> and other men. Not nah, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fair. Yeah, it wouldn't. <laughs> I bet yeah. they just have a pool. I bet you just stay in the pool for a while. Yeah, because because each doesn't each um, like main person pick qualities that they want, and then they look through their applicants. I don't think qualities. so. It's just the producers that choose it. I think. Oh okay. I, think I could have sworn just... that they got they had some sort of something. Did you send you like said some to... some seasons it's like only white girls, sometimes it's like only mixed race and stuff. It's like I feel I, like it's I always the same kind of guy, the same kind of girl, and then you have your token people that they toss yeah. in there. Yeah. Does does the guy get to like pre screen the women? Mm mm. Like, can he come in so. and no, be like, it's all oh, surprise. Okay. Yeah. What if you just don't like anybody? Yeah. I've thought about that. I was or like, if you like, I if don't you knew marry any of them, <laughs> or like, what if you know for certain the first night, you know exactly who you're going to pick. You just, like, Ew, I'm yeah, gay they get, now. you have to go through the ropes. <laughs> they, get out of the, they, they get out of the car. They get out of the limo. You just, you just motion left. Like you're swiping left on them. You just go yeah. through all the <laughs> So wait, nope. so the, the, nope. the individual people like ask, the main person like to have like time don't they like hey do you can you like come over and talk for a bit mm-hmm. right. like yeah what if they just said like no for everybody they're like no but, i'm just gonna no, st- i like t- this one stay and talk to, talk talk to, to her. <laughs> there's probably yeah, like that's rules what i don't to get keep it's it, like, like the shy right, right. gradual uh-huh. <laughs> oh i've already talked to eight people <laughs> <laughs> That would be. I'm going to bed. Yeah, I feel like if I did it, I would. I would narrow it down to like six people the first night. Like, how could they only pick like five people? He picks up to, the first rose of. and is like, "This is my final rose." <laughs> yeah, everybody gets three minutes to talk to me. I will propose to the winner. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So yeah, that's, that's my humans are amazing. Cool. The fact that they can keep pumping out content like that. Yeah. Yeah, that is amazing. That is what amazing. about you? Same with like considering same you with have... like s- singing shows. Yeah, yeah. Mine Luke. is also related to uh, mainstream media, or not media, but like you know, <clears throat> media with uh, social distancing and and like late night show hosts and oh, stuff yeah. <clears throat> having to not go into their studios to record. It's 
um, amazing to see them attempt YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) It's just funny because because it's so oversimplified to what they're used to, and it's like it's almost exposing some of them for like not actually being that great, (laughs) in my opinion. Because they have to just support themselves alone with no audience and no cue cards and no <clears throat> yeah like production value that's just their phone or a camera yeah so yeah that's, that's amazing good. to me yeah there's this the media it's amazing yeah. showing like how much a production team can amplify <laughs> something right mm-hmm. exactly charles what were you gonna say <clears throat> i've talked about it a few times i watched this like cooking youtube channel and there's like a bunch of different people on it um mm-hmm. and they're usually all doing their stuff like in the same kitchen but they've right. all been in their home kitchens doing the cooking and stuff, and that's been really interesting to watch. Yeah. It'd be funny if one of them just had, like, a really – they only had a microwave. <laughs> yeah. so they're like, hey, we're making popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cool because, like – now, I, I like fancy coffee too, but they mm-hmm. did a coffee episode, and all these cooks were, like, making all this fancy coffee. And then, like, one of the guys was like, yeah, I just, like, make it in my coffee maker – just put some milk in it, and that's how I do it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad yeah, that there. Was, I'm glad there was a range. I mean, I yeah. just use my coffee maker like 99 percent of the time, but right. But to see a professional chef use it, yeah, it's cool. Makes you think, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. The, there was also a video I sent Charlie this, but there was um, these two uh, like director of photography guys that were asked to light a scene based on. <clears throat> Just using what they have around the house, mm-hmm. so that's also amazing to to see what professionals can do with minimal equipment. Yeah, because normally they'd get you know a bunch of ten thousand dollar lights and a studio designed to you know record stuff, but they just went into their living room and used their lamps <clears throat> and made it look really cool. Yeah, so for sure, I wish that some equipment. people would put in the quality that we do endure <laughs> like i'm just thinking of, i'm thinking about the cloud videos that we yes. are making oh. like we yeah. set forth like so much time trying to get the lighting perfect and making it look uh-huh. like a documentary for an upcoming video we're making yes and it wouldn't be that hard for these professionals to do that because you know they have the equipment at their home like these right. news anchors where it's just like the grainy quality and they're like hello I'm from my house. <laughs> right. Or they could at least, like, have, like, I'm sure they could grab a, some amount of equipment to bring home with them. Exactly. Rather than or just their using production their company could be like, all right, here, we're going to set this up for you in hazmat yeah. suits, and you just sit in front of it, and <laughs> it'll make it look really professional. Yeah. Here's, here's some wipes to wipe it down after we leave, and then you just hit this button. <clears throat> what are these cloud videos? Oh, You'll you see. see. It's, it's, a new, see. it's a new thing. It's a, okay. It's, it's, a, new yeah, it's a new video. Gotcha. That will have it's a disclaimer be because it was filmed pre coronavirus. Yes. Like yeah. types of clouds or? No, like we're exposing the government. Oh, okay. All of their it's, a, it's a documentary. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. But it's it's in our style, so it's, you know, yeah. humorous. humorous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's still in the editing stages. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, you also got to talk about how birds aren't real. <laughs> yes. yes. Maybe that can be the follow up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if this if this documentary style 
works, then yeah. we'll definitely make more. Yeah. Because it was fun. It was fun. I love creating. Yes, um, fun. I'm hungry. I'm, I'm hungry, I too. St- I haven't eaten I still today. think humans are amazing, though. So. Oh, shoot. Charlie, <laughs> <we go. laughs> um, well, really quickly to start, since uh, my, my annoying was about litterers, my one, one amazing is people who pick up litter. Um, <laughs> but that's not the one I was going to say. So um, my other one is my, my dentist. Um, shout out to you dentist. have to move on. um when i was i think it was like freshman year of college i got like those invisalign they weren't invisalign brand but they were like like those kind of like smile direct club yes no (laughs) they're like the like invisalign style like braces um Mm -hmm. and i had to wear them like a year yeah like the clear braces um, and then like the final set of those was just like the retainer. Yes. So I went through all that. And then when I graduated college, I lost like my retainer and didn't really do anything well. about it for a few months. Oh, no. So, and then I moved here to Michigan. So I, I wasn't at home, like where my dentist was and I was right. calling around trying to get like, Hey, can I get retainers fitted? Like I just need a retainer to keep my teeth how they are. And people are like saying like, yeah, it's going to be around like $500 or like $1,000. I was like, Dang. okay. I was like, that seems a little pricey, but I don't know. Stuff is pricey. So I I was like, okay, well, maybe I just wait until I go home. I'll call. So I called my dentist and I was like, hey, could you like give me an idea about like what this might cost? Just got like retainers made, like the other company, like other, other orthodontists were giving me quotes of like 500 to a thousand dollars. It's like, Oh, that's like way too much. I would charge you like 70 bucks. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll just come home and do it with you. (laughs) So basically for not, uh, overpricing, like overcharging on stuff and like being fair. Is he using an old mold or is he going to make a new mold or did he? You know, he, he like remolded my teeth and like, Oh, they were like th- that's awesome. They were like three D printed and everything. Like, you have three really- D printed teeth? Yes. <laughs> no, my retain my retainers were three D printed. But whoa, I don't know. So like, I'm just glad that he. You should get the f- you should get the file and just three D print them <laughs> and then sell them. Say <laughs> Charlie's Hearn's teeth. <laughs> Dude, yes, yeah, so I'm on the Moreland Media investment. website. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll add that. A whole new merch, merch line. Do all of your guys' teeth. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> it's like a 3D scan of the yeah. teeth, like a picture on the shirt. It's yeah. our grills. Yeah. <laughs> we should. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, that is great. All right, now I'm hungry, Charlie. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm also hungry. I, I guess I'm hungry. Hey, Google, play Chow Check. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> you better be hungry because you're going first. All right. Well, um, something that I don't know if it counts if I made it. Is that cool? It does. Yeah, we do, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. do that. Okay. Uh, chicken shawarma. Ooh, yeah, I made some. Dude, yes, that sounds yeah, so good. Yeah, I really, I felt. How do you make in, that? Yeah, how do you make that? 
How do oh, you make man, I would have to look up a recipe for you guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's just a bunch of herbs and uh-huh. you can do like uh, either grilled chicken or just like put it in a skillet or something. Mm-hmm. And you make uh, – oh, I'm blanking on what the name of the sauce is with it. But it's basically just Tomato. ground up sesame seeds and mm. a little bit of oil with that. And then mm. like some lemon nice. and garlic and oh. – yeah. Ooh, that sounds yeah, amazing. Chicken shawarma. It's yeah. super good. Yeah. I kind of – I fell mm. in love with Mediterranean food when mm. I was working for Apple in California. Yeah. That, what, what did I miss that? You worked for Apple in California. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? I just had to slip that in there, right? <laughs> yeah. Keep it interesting. Um, but yeah, in between working seasons in Hawaii, I worked. Um, gotcha. I came back home for about three weeks, and then I worked as a GIS technician for oh. Apple. Oh, Are you just nice. messing with us now? Are you just making stuff up? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I, so I, I do have to clarify that, though. I was a contractor for Apple. So mm. I was contracted by a different company, but I worked so, in an yeah, Apple like office. An Apple employee in your room right now. Exactly. But yeah, it was in an Apple office, had some of the Apple benefits, and that was pretty insane that's cool yeah what i've seen of like mediterranean food like that all looks super good oh i've just never made any of it myself there was this place out there called dish dish and dash and it was kind of like it was a chain but it was kind of upscale and if i ever wanted to like treat myself to a super nice meal i would go there and get like a a lamb shank and Mm. roasted cauliflower oh yeah, that sounds good. Oh, I love lampshades. Sorry. Dude. I haven't eaten yet today. This is hurting my body. Well, was it easy to make? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Um, pretty basic What's the spices. recipe? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. <laughs> No, you have to say it right now. Yeah, go us. back to five minutes ago when we asked the first time. That's a good one. I, yeah, that's, I, really good. that's a good one. Yeah. Nice. Um, so last week I had um, Gogurt Dunkers. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Chow Champ or Chow Chump? Oh, oh yeah. Sam. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> it's like one of those news it? channels. Sorry, we lost him. We had some technical difficulties. I'll answer for him. <laughs> um, do, do you rate it a Chow Champ or a Chow Chump? Oh, Chow Champ, definitely. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you love to hear it. Um, great. So last week I tried Gogurt Dunkers. Nice. Which were those? Mm. Um. What kind was it? They were, it was vanilla, uh, I almost said ice cream, <laughs> vanilla yogurt with like chocolate dunkers. <laughs> so I think people would like it. But? <laughs> but the flavor of the vanilla yogurt didn't really vibe with me. 
gosh. <laughs> do, you, do you like vanilla yogurt and other? It was the first time I've really had just plain vanilla yogurt. Gotcha. I okay. like vanilla ice cream. I thought vanilla, vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla, vanilla. But, um, yeah, I don't. I would still rate it a chow champ. I would say, I would that say overall, very I was, enthusiastic. I, yeah, I would probably rate it a chow mediocre if I could. <laughs> a chow man. A chow casual. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, other people would like it, especially kids. I'm, I should have probably got a different flavor, but um, yeah. Nice. So what are so, you going to do next week? Or so, so for next week, I've heard. If you eat enough Hershey's special dark chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, It makes you happy. Just kidding. I think Um, the the terminology Jack used was um, (laughs) gives you feelings of love. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We we tested that theory in high school. And it did not work. It didn't work. We had a giggle fit, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was placebo. But that wasn't that, that wasn't an that uncommon occurrence. It, <laughs> yeah, giggle right. Giggle fits were common. Um, but yeah, I I remembered that like twenty minutes, like ten minutes ago. I, mean, I should bring yeah, it up. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's Good. that's one memory of the, for sure. <laughs> yeah, going to Meyer and getting two king size special dark chocolate. And we were <laughs> oh yeah, we were Sam, eating them you were in the right pilot outside. episode of Unsanctified. You were. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> you were a policeman. Yeah. You were an officer of the law. It was you and Rachel, <laughs> wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Rachel and Sam in the first cut of Unsanctified. We should release that. I should find it on my computer. Yeah. Unfortu- yeah, that'd be great. Like, the, we should make. Oh, okay, never mind. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> save it for the post podcast. <laughs> um, but just kidding. That's not. I've I've already had that. So I'm gonna do. Um, Assuming I can find it, I'm going to try the big cup Reese's peanut butter cups. Ooh. Oh. <clears throat> Where it's like eight pounds. For, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, the, it's like double thick yeah. size. That sounds so good. That does sound good. I love good. Reese's. Yeah, yeah Reese's, Reese's are good. What about um, you, Charlie? I don't know if we've talked oh. about this, but you say it wrong, Charlie. Reese's? Reese's? Reese's. Reese's. <laughs> No, the, I, if you took off the end, what? How do you say that name? I feel like we've definitely Reese's had Pieces. this argument on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we have too, Reese's, but it's worth Reese's, mentioning. Again. I think I say, say I think I go back. What do you and say, forth. Sam? Reese's. Oh, oh, wrong. Reese's Pieces. <laughs> it's a guy's name, Reese. Reese. Reese's yeah. Pieces. Reese. That would be like. Pussies. That'd be like. That'd be like. Wait. I'm How do they say it in the, that... the Reese's Puffs commercials? Reese's, Reese's Puffs. Puff. Reese's, Reese's, Reese's Puffs. Puffs. No, they yeah. say Reese's. Reese's, Reese's Puffs. Puff. Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Canada and they were selling Reese's, but it's just Reese there. Reese. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Reese? Yeah. How's it going, non, mate? <laughs> non um, possessive. <laughs> Charlie, what is your now <clears throat> something? Check, check. So I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, oh yeah. yes, because I had only I had had it a few times before, but I really only 
like it's been a while and I'd only really eaten peanut butter sandwiches. Um, yes. Definitely a chow champ. Nice. Um, <clears throat> ding, 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 I got, ding. so I decided to do grape because it seems like that's yes. what there is the most of. And I got yes. jelly and I got jam. Yes. Um, I haven't gotten the peanut butter to jelly slash jam ratio down yet because <laughs> both times there was too much of it. So I too almost did what? like two to one jelly to jelly to peanut butter. So there's too much jelly. Okay. But it I was like too much jelly. Yeah, I like it was like come like coming out the sides. Yes, I don't know. that's when you like lick it. And <laughs> it was, but it, it here's it the thing: face. it was it was still good. <laughs> I just wanted more peanut butter in there. Right. Um. So I'll get that down, but mm-hmm. and update us. Yeah, like I I ate it yesterday. And then I was like super excited to eat it again today. So definitely a chow chain. Nice. You should try um, the Uncrustable style spreading of the peanut butter and jelly. Okay. Where you put peanut butter on both both sides, uh-huh. and then the jelly on top of one. So then it's it's bread, peanut butter, jelly, peanut yeah. butter, bread. So mm. then the jelly doesn't absorb into the bread. Ooh. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yes, wow. I, I, it's better for well, if you if you have it in like your lunchbox for yeah. a while. I actually did that better, better. on accident yesterday, because oh, when nice I make genius. when I make a peanut butter sandwich, I put it like on both sides. Well, I was doing right. foldovers, and I just put it on the whole oh. piece, and I was like, "Oh wait, jelly was supposed to go on half of this." <laughs> but oddly foldovers. enough, I guess your foldovers I, guy. I guess. Jelly's well, since I kitchen. since I wanted to try jelly and jam. I made a fold over of both instead of trying so to did, do half you, and half. Right. You so you were doing you were doing calzones. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and oddly enough, I like jelly and jam about the same. When I eat mm-hmm. the jelly, I'm like the jelly flavor is a little bit stronger and I'm like I'm right. digging this, but then when I get to the jam, it's like more understated. I'm like I kind of dig that too. So what kind did you get? Uh, I think I got Smuckers. Smuckers? I don't know. Let me look because we need accurate reportings. <laughs> I was like doing preserves, like strawberry preserves with Ooh. peanut butter. Oh, it's like Bella Rosa good. or something. Smuckers, mm. indeed. Smuckers, Smuckers. Out of a squirt bottle or a, a jar? I just like had it's, to get it the changes text. I had to get the glass jars. Yeah. All right. Respect. Good. Yeah. What are you gonna do next <clears throat> week, Charlie? So next week, I had an idea earlier this week. Um, I don't know how it's gonna work, but I want to try. You know how when you like make pasta, you boil it in water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What? Gatorade. Oh yeah, I'm gonna you I'm gonna try to, bo- to me. I'm gonna try to boil boil my pasta in Gatorade. No. That I would try that in the future, but no. I I'm going to <laughs> That's actually a good idea. <laughs> um anyways, I want to try to cook my pasta in melted butter. Ooh. Dude, it's, it's a lot of butter. Yeah, Sam gag. You didn't need so much butter. Yeah, um, like pounds. Yeah, 
<laughs> I I He's did stocking up. I did buy more butter than usual. Mm. How much are we talking? I bought five pounds of butter. <laughs> are you no serious? Way. Yes. Oh my god! Well, How of, I of used sticks of butter sticks? Yeah. So it was five packages, which is dude. There's uh, a limit of two. That's like per forty grocery bucks. Store you hoarder. No, they didn't have that. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't have science. He's doing it for science. They didn't have the sign okay. at Kroger. He had to go to three Fair. different grocery stores. Yeah, Myra, Myra only has it in front of certain. Things. He's just cleaning out the butter. At yeah, all I don't remember. Stores in oh, Michigan. maybe at the self, maybe at the self checkout did say that. I don't know. I've been buying one of everything else, so I'm. Yeah, I'm making up for. It. Anyways, it's Good. fine. I wonder what other people thought seeing you just grab. Well, I got them. I got them really. Like, I got them really fast and covered them up. <laughs> so pumped to hear how this goes. <laughs> And anyway, well, video it your process. And there was there was I'm there sure was going to be there was a crap ton. Of, there was a ton of butter there, so it wasn't like I took like the last few. Charlie, you don't have to explain yourself to us. I want to. <laughs> you don't have to explain yourself. <laughs> no, to us. but I think just explain yourself to the police. I talked to my mom about. I talked. <laughs> <laughs> I talked. I talked to my. Where's the butter? Uh, Good. I'll use it eventually. Good. Like I, I won't. I won't. It won't just like go unused. But I didn't want right. to run out. Um. I talked to my mom about it. I think it's going to be like a low heat, but like boil. It'll have to cook for like 30 minutes instead of like 10 minutes, which pasta usually is, but like low heat. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. How did you think about that? Like how was there something online (laughs) that you were like, wow, this other guy, he boiled some pasta and some butter and I want to try that. Actually, yeah. um, I was watching that cooking show that I was – um, talking about earlier and they had an uh-huh. episode where all of the people there's like eight to ten people and they were cooking pasta like making a pasta dish with just like stuff that they already had in their pantries mm-hmm. of course they're all like professional chefs so like the stuff that they have in their pantry is a lot different than what I have in my pantry um, <laughs> but they were all like putting in like big blocks of butter at the very end like of course you gotta add butter you know and I was like, mm. okay, well, what if you only add butter? <laughs> <laughs> like, if they're adding butter to make it taste better, like. Why not make it at the source? That's yes. amazing. That's a solid chow check for <laughs> so, next week. That is. So, I don't know. We'll that's, see. That's scientific. We'll see if it is a terrible failure. I but, swear, if this is a DNF next week, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I'll at least try. Hopefully, it'll work yeah. and do something. Good. Make sure you document it. I will. Yes. Good. So my chow check was replicating New York City style bagels, but at home. Nice. Ooh, yes. Yes. My wife did it for me, and they were <laughs> better than what I got in New York City. Really? Which is insane. Yeah. That is insane. I was not. Ex- I was expecting like. I mean, it's always good how she makes food, but I was expecting more of like, oh, this is the first time. But it was mm-hmm. like out of the park good. And I like put Dang. cream cheese and I bought some salmon Ooh. and put it on top. So it was like a lox style. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And I don't think I'm going to buy store-bought bagels again ever. Because <laughs> how, how many hours did this take? Less. It wasn't <laughs> okay, like that's good. six hours. It was like four. <laughs> nice. That's good. Yeah, it was good. Really good. I would recommend homemade bagels. Trying it at least. That is yeah. a chow 
champ to the max. Good. Good. Glad to hear yes. it. No. Next week, I don't think anyone can top Charlie's yeah. check. That was amazing. <laughs> True. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I have two styles of cuts of coffee, but it's the same, like, flavor. It's Komodo Dragon Blend from Starbucks, and one is for pour-over, and one is for French press. Oh. And cold okay. brew. Also, I have cold brew of it, too. So I'm going to do a taste test between the cold brew of the Komodo, a Chemex-brewed Komodo, and French press of the Komodo all at once. Because I've always done it separately, but I've never done it like an yeah, actual taste test. like a side-by-side. Side. So I want to, once and for all, settle what the best type of brewing is. Nice. Make sure you blindfold yourself and blast Hell's Bells. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> While being taken out to a cornfield in the middle of Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the coffee is just thrown in my face. <laughs> I love Which cold one's brew better? so much. Yeah, cold brew is really good. I tried making cold brew for a while, like grinding my own beans and like doing the whole thing, but I just could not get it to stay consistent. Like, mm. yeah. I just, It was hard. I've been stimulating the economy while I'm break. And I yeah. bought a cold yes. brew maker from KitchenAid. Oh. And it. Ooh. Works really well. I would recommend it, Charlie. You should definitely buy. Well, one. not sponsored. I. I bought. I, I bought one. It was one of the ones that has like a fil- like a filter thing on the yeah, inside. Yeah, that's what I have. But it wasn't getting strong enough for me. Huh. Like everybody How said, long did you brew it for like twenty four hours. Well, did you try turning the volume up? <laughs> <laughs> everybody was like, "Oh yeah, if you do this, it should be like basically cold brew concentrate. Like you have to cut it with water." But I was like. It, none of it was like doing that, so I gave. That's up. interesting. I had to cut mine with water because it was too strong. Yeah. Otherwise, Man, I don't know. I'm just not good at it. It's, it's not. Charlie, my, it's not practice. My calling. <laughs> yeah. I usually just get the the Stoke cold brew. I yeah, love that. those are good. Mm, that so stuff's much. good, but that's actually why I bought this. It's because it was getting too expensive. Yeah, mm. for sure. I was like, I just got to use this like 15 times, and it'll pay for it or something like that. Mm. It was like, mm-hmm. what was it, Em? How many times? How many times what? There you have it. For the cold brew maker to be worth it. Oh. Well, I I got mine on a deal. So. Of course. So for me, it's only five times. Five times. Five times. Not buying the stoke. Stock. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> that's my chow shack. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Now, our real quick segments, our fun segments, mundane yeah. movie review. Mundane movie review. Charlie, how'd you like the movie? Um, I actually didn't watch a movie this, this week. <gasps> Charlie, we had it planned. <laughs> I'm sorry, Charles. Oh my god! How did you? How it was good? It was good. Yeah. What was your favorite part? Like uh, the part where you watched it. I've wanted to see that one. It's been on my list, so I'll have to go check it out. Yeah. Can you send it to me, Jack? Mm -hmm. I'll send you the link. I. Okay. Nice. Alright, Word of the week. It's time for word of the week. Word Give it week. to us. We need some learning. <clears throat> this Since word of the week are is 
Bleb. What? Bleb. 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 It is a blister. That's amazing. That is a B-L-E-B. It means blister. A blister. Nice. Wait, how do you spell it again? B-L-E-B. Oh, okay. Bleb. Bleb. Nice. I like Small that. blister on the skin. Yeah, so... Is Hopefully a, none of us have any blebs. Is that a medical term? <laughs> I don't know. We just makes up <laughs> he just makes up a word each week. <laughs> gives it a meaning. <laughs> That'd be amazing if we found out all these weeks we've just been making up a <laughs> Next week is Smash Man. <laughs> That'd be so good. I wish I was that creative. Oh, come up with good. words and I definitions. Yeah. No, but actually, though, I just look up interesting words and <laughs> like five minutes before we start <laughs> and just scroll down a list until I see something interesting. Isn't the one crazy? I remember the most is Octothorpe. Yes, Octothorpe was a good one. Octothorpe? Yes. Oh. Jack, Jack, tell him what it means. It is the little hashtag symbol. Its official word is an oh. Octothorpe. Wow. I think it's crazy that Shakespeare invented like 200 or 300 words that we use in everyday life now. Sam, what, are, what are all they? Anymore. Sam, all. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know one He's, of them. It's like some famous ones. Like Assassin. Um, he invented oh. Assassin. He Bandit, Critic, Dauntless, Dwindle, Elbow. Um, like as a verb, like you're elbowing somebody. Uh, oh. Lonely, Green-eyed. lackluster. Whoa! Yeah, skim, skim milk, swagger, <laughs> YOLO, <laughs> sci-fi. I saw where Sam was on the list of of words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> just jump to the one in front of him. <laughs> just continue. <laughs> <Take> his- <laughs> Sam isn't slick. He's not. He's not a Shakespeare genius. <laughs> off. Yeah, I definitely looked it up, but I didn't know assassin off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Undress. Oh, whoa, yeah. whoa, PG. Uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, he he. Oh no, he just loved the prefix on. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know? <laughs> no, I shouldn't say it, even though it's a joke. <laughs> Just well, kidding. Um, you ruined it. I t- sorry. <laughs> I told, I told, I told Jeremy um, the other day that the the prefix "wo" means less than. <laughs> Most famously used as woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a joke. Wow! Canceled. All right, Did Sam. You- we've come <laughs> to the part of the podcast where we allow you to ask us any last. Questions or remarks that you would like to leave with our viewers. This is where you plug nature. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I well, I feel like I didn't really go into the Apple stuff into California and that um, kind of the lifestyle out there. Oh yeah, go into it. I was I was working in like a giant office and it was actually technically designated a black site. 
So the way like these big companies, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, I wasn't allowed to know the location of where I was working until like the week before. Interesting. Yeah. So they like, they don't want a lot of other people knowing about it. They don't want people kind of knowing what's going on there because it's new stuff that hasn't been released to the public. Sam just gets sniped. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, but it's been exposed now as like an Apple location. And if you drove by it, it, you know, it's manicured in that kind of Apple way. And it looks the same as the other buildings. So it's kind of like a black site, but it's still unmistakable as an Apple building. Um, Yeah. But we got ousted in a Bloomberg article about like, oh, this place is where people go and work for Apple and stuff. Um, but there was wow, there was savages. areas, yeah, <laughs> there was areas of the building that I couldn't go to because they were doing other stuff like with uh, human testing, Apple car, bathroom, bathrooms and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't allowed Even to go, to go outside. But it was essentially like I had this one corridor, and I like I couldn't go past the bathrooms really because there were a bunch of you know kind of mechanical engineering people that were working on different aspects of the apple car yeah that was basically wait apple car yeah so it's like the google um cars that you see going around oh okay okay doing all that i thought you just broke some sort of nda or something (laughs) no no Yeah, but it's it's the same kind of thing doing the the mapping things, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, yeah, sweet. working cool. working there was really interesting, and the bene- like the benefits were super cool. You could go into any uh-huh. of the cafes yeah. and get very discounted food. Like I would get go, mm-hmm. I would go and get breakfast for five bucks and get like a really nice coffee and a breakfast burrito the size of my head. Nice. Mm. Dang, that's yeah. big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was super awesome. Not that your head's big, but that's a big burrito. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a very large <laughs> breakfast burrito. But yeah, I met – it was kind of cool though because everyone in that office was, you know, 20, 20s, early 30s. Nice. So it was, oh, a, it was so a very cool. young office. Uh, yeah. So I like got into rock climbing with some people while I was out there. Ooh, nice! And, I love rock climbing. Yeah, it was great, and just so much like California. Even though it's very expensive to live there, um, so much opportunities for outdoor recreation, like countless right. opportunities, just to go out and do whatever. You've lived in two of the most expensive places <laughs> it is to live in the United yeah. States. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the house I was living in, in California, I had four roommates and it was this company called Hub House that you basically were just renting a single room in a house. Oh, that's interesting. Would you share like kitchen areas and stuff? Yeah. Shared any like um, open area spaces. So shared the living room, shared the kitchen dining room all that stuff but we had a nice backyard actually with like 
a little fountain feature and a big like fence and stuff. So it was cool to hang out out there. And the weather was usually pretty hmm. nice because it's California. But yeah. And the That's house, cool. so I looked it, back on it and it was like, even though it's just, you know, two story, no basement, very simple house. It was valued at like $1.8 million. Jeez. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just because of where it was. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Real estate's crazy. It's like so much, so much of it depends on the location. Mm-hmm. It's varies so much. Sam, you've yeah. lived a crazy couple of years since yeah. <laughs> high school. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it is. been yeah. pretty quick moving around to a lot of different stuff. Makes for a good podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good information, a lot of interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of one of the most, like, I say one of my most California, like, Apple experiences is they had um, – we had a beer bash. So it was basically free to all the employees. You could come, there was free food, free beer, and there was a concert going on. And the one that they did before, uh, like previously before this one, it was Ziggy Marley and they did it on really? 420. Yeah. <laughs> for for the Apple employees. Very Californian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but the one I went to, <laughs> it's not that cool, but it was just so interesting and like really brought me like, oh wow, I'm really here and I'm working for Apple and Tim Cook yeah. was speaking it's like not the that CEO cool. of Apple. It was Paul McCartney. It was uh Ileana Mendez. Which I don't expect you guys to know that name, but it's oh, that's the, Sean's Sean's uh, sister. Is it what? actually Sean Mendez? Oh, really? No, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you knew something I did, but she's the uh, the Frozen singer, like the oh, let, yeah. let it go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. she was uh, Wicked as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Idina Menzel. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. Yeah. I got oh, the name wrong. Gotcha. Aliyah Mendez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Alina Menzel. I was close ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, and there was just free food and free beer. And that was the first time I saw one of the beer, um, like the beer fillers that filled up from the bottom. Oh yeah! Oh, cool. oh I love those. Those are cool. Yeah, and I was just like, "Wow, I'm really here. I'm really doing this." Yeah, that would be super surreal. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. just like Did surrounded you ever get by to... Apple employees. Yeah. Did you ever get to talk to Tim Apple? No, no, I never got to talk to him. But he oh. addressed Johnny the Apple crowd. Seed. That's cool. That's cool. Dang, jealous. I have a friend that works at Apple. What does he but do? It's it's uh, he does acoustical engineering, oh, but he okay. went to like grad school and is way more into it than I am. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah. would you go back? You think if you had the chance? Yeah. Well, so the thing is with that job and kind of the reason why I left and did another season in Hawaii because that was the thing. I did one Hawaii season right when I graduated, came back 
to Illinois for about three right. weeks and then moved out to California. <clears throat> and then you kind of did the same thing, went back out to Hawaii. And, um, oh, okay. cause there was with that's, that's why I clarify it with the whole contractor thing is mm-hmm. there was no direct path to fully working for Apple. Mm-hmm. So right. it was like you, you get signed on as a contractor, you're this technician and then you could move up to a team like team lead position. But that was about it. And there wasn't like a, you know, a step by step. You do XYZ, you work really hard, and then you're working with Apple. Full time employee, you know. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of why like I felt I got enough experience and I learned a lot from the position. And then I mm-hmm. felt the uh, the call of Hawaii, mm-hmm. and went yes. back and did that again. Nice. Well, Sam, you're hired as more than media's <laughs> nature expert. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for this interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a great experience, and you shared a lot of insight. And we were looking exactly for that in our cabinets. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just have to get funding for the show, and and we'll get spun up here. (laughs) Yeah, well, thanks for coming on, Sam. It was really fun talking to you. It was a great time. Yeah, Yeah, it was great catching catching up up. with you guys, too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Let's not go five years. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. For sure. I I don't even know what you guys are doing now you said you're engineers but like where <laughs> are you are not the ones being interviewed <laughs> know your place <laughs> oh no i'm just kidding yeah me and charlie are at uh michigan we're yeah. automotive test engineers mm-hmm. okay and we are well i'm moving down to florida in a couple as soon as this covid stuff ends because mm-hmm. i got a job down in west palm beach as oh, an aerospace wow. engineer. Hot so, damn. That's awesome. Yeah, but all this hit. I'm yeah. literally living in boxes right now because I was in the that's middle the of worst. packing. Wow. That's the worst. Yeah, but that's I'm, what I do. And I got married and I have a dog. I thought you were going to say daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I know that you don't. <laughs> I got married and I have a daughter. She's six. <laughs> what? Um, I'm in Indianapolis. I work doing um, it's a audio video integration company. So I do design and drawings and all that good engineering stuff. It's not really that interesting, and it's kind of hard to explain really quickly. But yeah, that's cool though. Conference rooms and stuff like that. Yeah. Classrooms. Nice. Just living. Just day living. Day. <laughs> I see you got a lot of guitars and stuff up in the background and the whole oh, bunch. Oh yes, nice. Yes, sound. That's what I'm about. Yeah. Hell's <laughs> 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 Yeah. 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 So anyway, that's us. Yep. We get to we uh, we interview for we interview you for an hour and a half. You get three minutes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One minute each. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a good time. Good time. Definitely. Glad we got to do this. And remember, we are more than media. This has been more than a podcast. Don't forget to submit questions at more than yes. that media. 
Yes. Please. You can go to morethan.media slash submissions, and it'll go right to the submission form. I added that lately. And <laughs> do not miss next week's episode, because we are interviewing an anonymous ER nurse in Indiana to discuss her experiences under the COVID crisis in an exclusive two more than a podcast. You do not want to miss this. Bum, bum. (laughs) Nice. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Thanks Thanks for having me on guys. Yeah. Thanks again so much. Don't forget to wait. Don't exit out yet.